Hey friends, welcome to Real You Podcast. Um, I'm going to go ahead, uh, my name is Mark, I'm going to go ahead and uh, continue our thought today on, um, I think the series is called I, Me, Myself, and Mine. And we're going to seek to discover uh, in the next few sessions um, concerning this idea of Adam and him eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil and what was born and what was spun out of that and how it really affects our life still today. And, um, you know, I mean, you can, you can, I, I know that been, been gone in through the church world for now on 35 almost years. Um, there's still a lot of things that we need to work out, process, um, so I'm still learning some really some awesome stuff, and I hope these are a, a challenge and a blessing to you. Um, I'm, I've been on a journey since August last year to really, really, really find the core of me, find the core of who I am, try to awaken to who I am, and try, not try, but I am learning to agree with God and everything he says about me and, and um, starving out these voices and ideas and experiences um, that have sort of shaped my identity over the years. Um, I don't want to live in a world of fear, and uh, I don't want to be have anything that I regret. I don't want to live in any sense of shame or unhappiness. And uh, I'm just starting to learn that, uh, you know, after all these years, that a lot of the, the things that are going on inside of me personally um, I started becoming awakening to the idea that the problem might be me and it might be something within me. And um, that's what I was talking about last time while we were talking about the voice in the garden actually went inside of Adam and he couldn't, he could not distinguish when God asked him the question in Genesis, uh, I believe it's chapter three, nine, who told you you were naked? And Adam could not answer that question. And I've been on a quest and a journey to help help others and myself see the answer to that question. And the answer to the question is, who did beguile you? Who told you? Who told you you can't? Who told you you were naked? And it's it's a uh, it's not an easy answer as you think. I mean, you you know, obviously we'd say it was the enemy or whatever. But really, it's a, it's a false sense of ourself, which we would call the ego, or uh, we would call carnal minds, what I like to call it. The carnal mind was birthed and born in that moment. It was awakened, and we've gone. We've we've grown. Um, we've grown over the years of growing up. Uh, like we formulate all of our experiences and emotions, and create this sensation and perception of the world that's around us. And when things um, don't go as planned or as our experience tells us it's going to go, it creates a wrestling and an uneasiness. And uh, they're just, uh, there's, I, f- I found out that, uh, you know, follow, accepting God, following God, and learning to be like God is three whole major realms and differences. Um, when you first come in, you accept the fact that he is and you need him. and, and uh, But then you start growing and you, you want to learn about this, this life that you accepted and be the best at it. 
But, you know, learning to be like him, as that's what we're actually called to be and to do, being like him. And, and uh, there's a lot of uh, identifying, letting go, and becoming aware of things in our life that we don't even realize are there and that are present. Um, it's sort of like living unconsciously. And, and <clears throat> you know, it's kind of like manifesting attitudes and and like if a certain person gets in a certain situation everybody in everybody in the family knows they're going to react a certain way and instead of being able to help this person process and and react in different ways and be healthy ways like like say if it's an anger situation and they blow off their steam and they're whatever and and everybody has learned to just accept well that's just how you know, Bob is. I mean, when he gets in that situation, that's just how he is. And uh, no, it's not how Bob is. Bob does that because Bob is is so unconscious of who he affects around you until after the fact, and then they real then he, then there's guilt and shame, and so it's a continual cycle. And what we got to learn to do uh, before you can ever fix any of this stuff, you got to at least be aware of it. The, the, the beginning of the, the changes in life and the beginning of being really growing is just to be aware of these things. You don't even have to know how to fix it, but you have to, you have to know how to be aware of it. I mean, you can't change your thoughts, patterns, unless you're aware that you're thinking the wrong thoughts. And then, it's not, and then you have to separate yourself from the thoughts. So on this next step, and we're going to take it nice and slow, I actually have... Um, I think I added up over 80-something pages of notes on the carnal mind and what it means and what it looks like because I, I've been in this a long, long, long time. No one's ever really identified and given me symptoms and showed me concrete textual forms that I can identify with and say, oh, that's what the carnal mind does. Oh, I get that. I feel that. Oh, that happens to me all the time. And so what I saw in this, in this garden story that uh, affects all of us still today um, the garden story is, is a, the most amazing story. I've been in it for so many years of my life, and I'll go away from it, but I always come back to it and see some more amazing stuff that I've never seen before. But the one thing that uh, I want to talk about today in the I, me, mine, myself, and mine is is the reality that we shared last time that that the awakening of I or the disease of me, like Adam answered God every question with an I. I was, I heard your voice. It says, I heard your voice. I was naked. I hid myself. And because I was ashamed, I was naked. And he said, did you, and he said, I heard your voice. I was afraid. I was naked and I hid. And he said, who told you you were naked? And then the, he could not answer that question, but he's asked. But God asked Adam, "What did you do?" And in the sense of that, Adam said these words. He said, "The man said to God, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat." And the Lord God asked the woman, "What did you do?" And the woman said, "The serpent beguiled, and I did eat." And the reality is, in what we talked last time, the, the woman actually answered correctly. But because of Adam's awakening in this carnal mind realm, in this ego sense, he, he had three things going on in his life that I want to talk to you about right now. 
The three things going on in his life right here in this moment of time. Now, he had come from perfect awareness, perfect consciousness, no guilt, no shame, no fear, no nothing. Never had it even knew what that was. Now he's thrown into this world, and he's ashamed for the very way that God made him. And so what I found is there's three areas that we want to focus in on the next couple of sessions. And there was three things that happened to Adam. Number one, he became fearful. Um, we, we, we know that he became in shame because the reference in Genesis 2.25 that he was naked, not ashamed. And now it doesn't actually say shamed in Genesis 3, but it says I was naked and I hid myself. Those are fruits of shame. And thirdly, the third thing that happened that got awakened in him, not only was fear, but shame, but unhappiness. And um, we, live in a, we live in a world with a lot of things going on in this world. It's a real challenge to not be fearful. It's a challenge to not be shameful. Um, it's, it's such a challenge to, to have a man shall have joy by the answer of his mouth. It's a challenge to remain happy in this world the way things are, especially if you live up here north where I live. No one waves at you. Everybody frowns. Even the women are mean up here. I'm just saying that's just the way it is. And uh, because it's such a tough, hard-nosed, blue-collar factory worker environment, and people are, and the skies are gray all the time, and it's just it just uh, it really has an effect on people. I did a study the other day. I was reading where um, it's a known fact that statistics say ninety five percent of our fears are unfounded, and fear is really an amazing enemy. Um, not only fearing, but if you get down to the core of fear, it's usually uh, how fear is a a sensation 